You're listening to She's a Powerhouse. My name is Holly Calloway, and I'm here to share with you some stories of ordinary women who have done some extraordinary things in hopes that you'll get comfortable being uncomfortable, be okay with pushing your boundaries, and do some extraordinary things yourself. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of She's a Powerhouse. We're going to do another solo cast today, and I've got a really exciting topic for you. Today, we're going to be talking about you find what you are looking for. I love this concept on so many different levels. I love it on a scientific level. I love it on a metaphysical level. I love it on a neurological level. There are so much power in looking for what you want to find there's so much power in recognizing that you've been finding what you're looking for. And I think this is really important for people who are getting into entrepreneurship or people who are looking for very specific things in their life and wanting to live in alignment. Um, so let's, let's jump right in with the concept. Um, and then we'll kind of go into some, some of the, like the backside wiring of it, if you will. So the concept of finding what you're looking for can be very intentional. Things like manifesting, journaling, um, setting goals, things like that, where you actually like can sit down and say, these are the things that I will have, right? Go look for those things. It can also mean that you find the negative affirmations that you've been looking for. So if you are looking for excuses, why something hasn't been happening, if you are trying to prove to yourself unintentionally, typically, um, that the world is sort of against you or that something is not working because it wasn't meant to, right? If you're looking for that proof, you're going to find it. And I think I've seen, I not, I think I know I've seen this happen in lives of people that are very close to me, whom I love dearly, who are constantly in that sort of negative state because they think that everything is wrong. And so their brain finds the shit that's wrong to prove to them that everything is wrong. And then have you ever met somebody who's like borderline toxic positive, right? Where everything is great because they're always looking for the stuff that's great, right? And sometimes it's very intentional and sometimes it's not intentional at all but you end up finding what you're looking for. And I love using it in a very intentional way in a very not toxic positivity way. Like sometimes stuff just sucks. You're not going to get around that stuff is hard. Things are painful. Growth is painful and you really can't get around that. And things are going to go wrong. Like that's going to happen in life, but finding the positive in it, finding some version of a silver lining isn't going to hurt anything. Right. And so many times, looking for the good in whatever situation you're in can make it just that much more bearable, right? If it's a terrible situation, finding the good in it, not saying don't just get out of bad situations because obviously, but also things like manifesting the positive things that you want to see in your life. So if you're, let's just take entrepreneurship because it's the easiest thing for me and my brain and, and what we do from day to day. We just got done with a podcast recording with Haley Passy. She runs Zesty CEO. She loves to use the example of um, five figure months. So 10 K or more, right? So if you throw out into the universe, you write it down, you have it in your brain, whatever it is, I make $10,000 a month as an entrepreneur in my own business. This is what I make. As you're putting it out there, your brain starts focusing on how that's happening, where that's happening, when that's happening, why that's happening. And if you put it out there as if it already exists, your brain doesn't know the difference. Your brain truly does not know the difference between what you think and what is for real. And if you think I'm lying to you, I want you to close your eyes 
and imagine putting a lemon in your mouth and biting down because I promise you, your mouth will water. That's an actual physiological response to a thought that you're having. If you think about somebody who makes you hyper uncomfortable, feel your pulse and feel it rise. That person does not anywhere near you in this moment, there is no direct like stressor. And yet your body responds as if it is because your thoughts are that powerful, right? So think about the things that you want your body or your brain kicks in something called the RAS, the reticular activating system. And this is one of my favorite things that like all the gurus, all the mindset guys, all the people that you see talking like information, uh, like the information space, right? Everybody likes to talk about the reticular activating system because it's the best like scientific proof for all of this working. But basically it's the part of your brain that decides what you end up focusing on at any given moment. There are millions of pieces of data hitting your eyes, ears, nose, whatever your brain, right? All of this data going up and your brain has to sort through which pieces of it it's paying attention to your reticular activating system is part of what does that. So when you decide what's important, your brain starts filtering out the stuff that's not so that you're only seeing the things that are. So when you set those goals, when you do that manifestation and you decide what's important because that's what you want to attract into your life, the reticular activating system starts kind of cutting away all of the things that aren't that. And if you keep yourself focused on that and you decide that that's the direction that you're going, you will end up there by default, just by your brain cutting out all of the stuff that doesn't get you there, right? Also knowing what you're looking for means that when it comes across your lap, you can identify that that's what that is, right? If you never sit down and decide like, this is the thing that I want, when the opportunity for that thing comes across your, your sense of being, when it comes across you, you won't notice it. If you haven't sat down and said, this is the thing that I want, right? You'll recognize opportunities. You'll recognize things that could turn into that thing that you're looking for. If you know that that's what you're looking for. If you don't know that that's what you're looking for, it's not going to happen. It can also just change the way that you feel about things in general, right? So like if you're looking for the positive and you feel positive, more positive things are going to show up and you're going to notice them. And then that's going to make you feel more positive and then more things will show up and then you're going to notice them. And it's this constant upward cycle and it goes the other way as well. The more you look for that's negative and affirmation that things are bad, the more you're going to see, which is going to make you feel worse, which is going to make you attract more of the negative and consistently go down that spiral. So if you're hearing my voice and you are on that spiral, I want you to like, just take a second, take a breath and look for five good things right now. List off five things. When I was in grad school to be a chiropractor, one of my um, instructors, Michelle Barber, was her name? It's not her name anymore. She got married. Anyway, her name was Michelle Barber. One of my favorite things that she taught us, and she didn't, she taught like microbiology, right? Um, but one of my favorite things that I ever learned from her that wasn't that, and infectious diseases, I think was <laughs> she's just strange. Anyway, one of my favorite things though, that I learned from her was that she and her then it it wasn't her wife yet, but it was her soon to be wife, um, would sit at the end of the night and list off five things that they were grateful for. And when she very first started doing that, it was really hard to come up with all five, right? Like she'd get to three and then like have to kind of pull to go, uh, um, and also like, I don't know, I'm home for dinner, right? Like she would just come up with something. And over time, 
it wasn't a thing that became, it wasn't a thing anymore that was like a begrudgingly done thing. It was a thing that she got excited to do because it made her feel better, right? It made her feel good about her day and she looked forward to it. And then all of a sudden five was super easy and she could sit there and list 10 or 15 or 20. There is something about listing the things that you are grateful for, things that you have an abundance of your life that starts that upward spiral. So that's a really great place to start if you feel that you're one of the people who is consistently looking for the negative, stop, take a breath and write down all the things that you're grateful for, because it will automatically put you in that positive thing. And then during the day, you'll start seeing things, you'll start recognizing things and you will have that gratitude in that moment. And that will elevate everything else. And all of those positive things that you're looking to draw into your life become easier. It becomes so much easier to bring the good, the positive, the beneficial for you things into your life when you are grateful for what you already have. And when you're looking for the good things, that reticular activating system kicks in, gets rid of everything else. And all you see are the things that you're working towards that are what you want to draw in to your life. That's what I've got for you this week. Start counting your blessings, y'all. Like that is an old saying for a reason. Use it. Write down the things that you're grateful for. Start looking for the things that you want. The universe will bring them to you. I love and appreciate every single one of y'all. And we'll see you next time. 